Hello and welcome to WTCOS, Randland NPR, featuring the Acolytes of Merlin, where we will be discussing Crown of Swords, also known as TCOS. We are your hosts, John and Johnny, the Acolytes of Merlin. And this is a very special time because... So Johnny. first of all, I want to say, it's funny that you do the NPR voice because people oftentimes tell me I have a radio voice, even though like I even though I, qu- I often question if people understand me. <laughs> but <laughs> <laughs> Well, Johnny, it depends on the area of radio that you're talking about. This is more of the 1930s voice. That was, yeah, that was very Legend of Korra narrator. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly what they were going for. But this is a very special episode because Johnny has finished the Wheel of Time since the last time we did one of these. Yes, I have. Uh, do you have any questions? <laughs> any particular, or you just want my general high-level reactions? Uh, yeah, obviously spoiler-free, um... Yeah, so here's what happens at the end of A Memory of Light. I'm not actually going to say that. (laughs) For people that might have wanted to punch me in the face. (laughs) Yes, yes, well said. Um, I... The journey's worth it. Um... More on that in a second. Yes, (laughs) yes. Uh... Overall, it's a. I mean, obviously, we're however many episodes into talking about it mm-hmm. at this point, but it's it's Robert Jordan created one of the premier worlds and stories in the fantasy genre mm-hmm. over the course of well, over the course of twenty three ish years. Twenty thirteen was Memory of Light was published. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. I the ending, the ending is awesome. That's. I mean, that's all I'll say. Mm-hmm. It's like the the ending defined very loosely. Uh, like cause I almost think of the ending as the last three Sanderson books. Uh huh. Like almost because it was initially it, supposed right. to be one book. Um. But even if you pare it down to just the like <clears throat> the last book, it, Memory of Light, it's still really awesome. Um, yes. Yeah. So that's my general thoughts. I mean, I, I don't want to go any more into detail than that. Sure. Now, but. Sure. And as I might have said before, for me, um, I had some trouble adjusting to Sanderson when I, during my mm-hmm. first read-through. Um, but the the few times that I've gone through all the stuff that happens in his books, yep. I'm like... This is so good and so oh, yeah. excellent. Like, I, I can't fathom... I mean, without making this a discussion about the end of the series entirely, I can't fathom the size of that book. Like, if Jordan were to have published it as one book. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, assuming that Sanderson didn't insert too many things... Or, like, assuming that I mean, he didn't insert too many things... Right, um, and I have to. So yeah, it's it's hard to say because he might have already decided. Okay, this is too long for one book, and it's too long for two books. But maybe it's not long enough for three books. Yes. So then, what he did was say, okay, I need 
to add these things to the structure to make them books. Yeah, that makes sense. Maybe particularly 13, but we won't go into yeah, detail that, that, about that's, that. That's the one I was thinking of, too. But yeah, yeah, we're not going to... Yeah, we won't touch on that now. Mm-hmm. Um, but... Uh, and then the... it's Overall, it's interesting. I... As a series, and I'm sure this will come up again, I have a, I have a tough time just flat out recommending it. Uh, I was actually talking to someone at work about this today. Um, like, I, I have a tough time recommending it to people, like, just straight, unless, unless I know they're, like, into fantasy. Like, if someone's really into fantasy, I'd be like, well, you, you, if you want to commit to it, you should read it. But it is difficult to say, well, there's, because there are 14 books that, average a not short they're, they're as Sanderson would call them doors, they're all with the exception of maybe like crossroads of twilight doorstoppers as he calls them <laughs> well, the short, well the shortest one is path of daggers or, or yeah sorry I, crossroads of twilight well, know, crossroads of twilight it, is it, very very long it um uh, I, I'm just I, maybe I'm just thinking of my abridged version of it, but <laughs> that's not a, that's not this discussion. That's not and then, unless you count New Spring, in which case that's well, the, well, right. the stopper. Yes, um, yeah. but what we're kind of dancing around is the oft accepted quote unquote fact that as of the book that we're going to discuss today, there is by many accounts a marked decline. In quality of these books, yes, and it's usually referred to as, well, oftentimes the slog. I mean, mm-hmm. there's lots of I've seen other like terms. The slog is the one I've heard and seen the most. Mm-hmm. What are um, what? What's two others? Uh, I need to look it up. <laughs> okay, I, I was just I, curious. No, I, I maybe, maybe I. Yeah, I can't. Off the top of my head, I can't think of them, but I think I've seen like one or two. Um, were, yeah, but yeah, the the slog is the mm-hmm. we'll say the colloquial shorthand for that, <laughs> right? And so this, I mean, this is still an enjoyable book for sure. I I was just uh, going through it my first time and being like, something's off. Like I'm not feeling the um the the same things that I was just just kind of this um chock full breakneck ride that I was before right right and especially that like 4 5 and 6 is such a like rising tension like rising tension big moment rising like there's a lot of setup there's a lot of setup and a lot of payoff in four, five, and six, uh, and and well, culminating in for for many people the highest tension sequence with demise, the, yeah. with demise wells. Um, it's so much so that much of the beginning of this book feels like, to use a sort of a metaphor, coming down. I was actually From. just thinking that same thing, but I didn't know if I wanted to use the metaphor. Real quick, before we get too, because we're about, looks like we're about to get, before we get too deep into this book, did we want to talk about casting? Or yeah, let, yeah, let's because that was kind of starting to be a segue. Um, yeah, there's there has been casting of the um, 
the main Eamon's Field crowd in the upcoming TV show. Yes. And my reactions are to, to the casting are mixed. Um, I think that the I, I have never heard of a single one of these actors, and that's a good thing. I did not With the want to of more Moraine's. Well, she's not one of the main image field people, but yeah, I had never heard of her. I, so Moraine is going to be Rosamund Pike. The only other thing I've seen her in is Gone Girl. Oh, but okay. She's really good in that, but. Uh, Completely different character than uh yeah. than Moraine, but um, I will say that just from the profile pictures of these actors, they seem to have resting character face, which is a good thing. Meaning, oh, me, oh, meaning they're like always like they they just from just from their uh, actor profiles, which have nothing to do with. The Wheel of Time, because they're just just actor pictures, headshots, if you will. Um, I'm like, I could see them start to say a line of one of those characters. I mean, Perrin looks uncertain. Matt looks like he's about to crack a joke. Mr. Cause Mischief. Um, Egwene is fiercely determined. Nynaeve is grumbly. Um, Although, yeah, that's interesting. And Rand is like, the weight of this world. I, uh, <laughs> um, my issues are as follows. Okay. Um, I got um, Nynaeve and Egwene mixed up because Nynaeve looks younger than oh, Egwene. Yes, she does. That's right. Yeah. Um, and Although, I think they'll be able to make up and... Like, they'll be able to change that a little bit I bet with how they different I don't know different TV techniques that that's the extent of my production knowledge <laughs> that's right the TV <laughs> techniques that, that that is mine as well and then I got uh, so I got them mixed up when I first saw them and I also got Rand and Matt mixed up because hmm. the actor who's going to play Matt has lighter skin than Rand's and looks taller just made I don't know if he right. is taller it's just a longer in yeah. face and they really are both on the lighter skin side, and yes. Matt should have generally the same. Like Rand should be the odd one out. That's, Matt needs yeah, to have true. the same general as Perrin, look as or, everyone else. Or, 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 as everyone else. Um, so those are my only two things um, to just come out and bring this into the forefront. Um, I could always see uh, having Matt Perrin. Egwene and Nynaeve, as well as just the general, like, extras in Eamon's Field, be really any color. Yeah, as long I, as they it, were generally the same. Yeah, because it, it's, a like, a backwater village, and there's not going to be a lot of diversity. So whatever color it is, it should be the same. But Jordan's unclear enough. Yeah, it's on, the, the on, only thing... The only, at least description-wise, for me that seemed clear is Rand's tall and he has red hair. That's, mm-hmm. That seems... That's pretty... At least that's how I kind of pretty much like... And he is lighter-skinned. Yeah. Okay, he's yeah, definitely yeah, lighter-skinned. Yeah, and, and that's really all in the... You get in the on the book covers, too. That's mainly, like... You get the red hair we're and, not like, even We're not going to talk about the book covers. We No, we will at some point, but we're not going to do that now. <laughs> we're not even going <laughs> to... No. I mean, like... Uh, but 
the the Eamon's fielders, there's talk about dark skin, whether you interpret that as, like, dark skin or as, like, farmer tan yeah, dark, I, either I don't think or it, whatever. And, and, yeah, I think that's fair. And I, I generally, it's, it's interesting, when casting announcements happen in general for like movies or TV I don't usually have a lot of thoughts uh like I mean everyone apparently didn't like Heath Ledger like was mad about the Heath Ledger casting as the Joker and you get one of the best performances ever because the, what they <laughs> I mean, knew him from was a Knight's Tale true yeah okay, and Brokeback yeah. Mountain yeah which is I, yeah, obviously so they were like movie. are you kidding me but he's right. he, he, he was good yes um so I like at first glance I I don't really have any issues just because for me <laughs> if the writing's good if they act well enough the the look and stuff like if you if the costumes are good enough if the way they film it is good enough then like a lot of that like the the mm-hmm. physical look of the actors to me I mean there's certain things that w- might if it seemed way off mm-hmm. but I mean like. I don't really have super strong opinions. I I think Perrin looks the most on point in general. Agreed. Um, in general, but and it is a little strange that Nynaeve looks older than Egwene, but other way around. Or sorry, yeah, that yeah, that Nynaeve looks younger than Egwene. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't really have a lot of strong opinions. I mean, they they look cool. Like I'm just kind of like, all right, we have announcements, so I'm just mm-hmm. more just excited about that than anything else. Yeah. Um, well, with that said, I'm still like I, I, I look at I look at their pictures and I'm like, yeah, yeah, I see it. Um, if if anyone where I'm like, oh, that's the character, um, it's parent. Right. Yes. Now, there's still pictures, so we're going to have right. to wait and, and, and to like, see like if when someone yes. acts it and it's like, oh my god, that's how I pictured Matt would be saying something yes, or and, how Egwene would be yeah. whining something or <laughs> no and, and like you I haven't heard of any of them either so I don't really have a l- l- any of the actors or actresses so I don't really have a like frame of reference for other things that they've been in so mm-hmm. okay and we'll probably stop there yeah I think that's a good yeah, yeah. But, I mean there really isn't a lot else I mean yeah that's all I really have to say on that. Right. Um, so, what okay. do you want to go into first with this book? We can start with the prologue because it was cool. Uh, <laughs> or rather, it was uh, the... Well, I guess a lot, there's a lot in the prologue. Yeah, uh, these, these that's some, something to look out for. These prologues are going to start to become... I... God. Bloated. <laughs> I so I like I like Elida as an antagonist. Yes, as a as a antagonist that she she just she wants to beat the Dark One, but she's just so she has such tunnel vision of we're doing this my way. I'm the only one that can do this, and everyone else is like it's like my way or the highway. That and she makes some stupid decisions, but mm-hmm. I um, mean, you and there's there's just this arrogance too. You have some sort of tower that's bigger than the executive building that the president. 
Sorry, that the Amberlin <laughs> wants to live in. <laughs> Sounds familiar for some reason. Oh man, because she built she's 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 building that like taller. Oh, that's right. Yes, yeah, because she's like overlooking the construction of it, and yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm not gonna go any more into that rabbit hole. But <laughs> now, speaking of Elida, um, she she I this pro the prologue's like she's being influenced by Pat and Fane. Um, I'd have to reread. Which I'm like, yeah, that, that's. I didn't remember that, but a lot, like a lot of Fane stuff is like in the shadows and yeah, just and like yeah. trying to like be a mischief maker. And I'm often just like, but but what are you doing though? Well, that, yeah, that yes, like that's a lot of the because you're not you're he, not operating on the. Dark One's orders. No, at this point, certainly not. I mean, he's he, he did like it's he wants to kill Rand. That's like his only real goal that he repeats constantly. But I, I, I other than that, yeah, he just kind of does a lot of random things that don't really seem to have uh, like a, any sort of particular goal. Well, he wants to. Well, he wants kill, to like, kill, 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 kill the Taviran. Yeah, yeah, kill the Taviran and like the um, uh, whatever, what's it called? The not dark one, evil horse inside him. Uh, more death. Yeah, the the more that side of him probably also wants to destroy the dark one, but he knows that that's a spectacle for now. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, he's fine. I I don't really. He, I think he's one of the weaker elements of the series in general for me, um, but because I think there's potential there, like like the white cloaks. I think there was, there's potential. There is potential at least, up, at least up to this point. Well, we start to get more white cloak stuff, but mm-hmm. um, some of wh- one of which is um, a big event, um, Pedro Nial's death. Yeah, and that was interesting. I I think it's. I'm kind of glad that that major players are dying just from a perspective of things are happening. Like, like there's there's change that because all the other change that we've seen so far was basically varying flavors of deposing with particularly Swain and Morgaze. It was just varying degrees of well, they're deposed. Where she is the first one that was really like major player that was outright killed. He. It's a shame though because I thought he was, was so. In, he's so interesting. Oh, he is, and and I and, and I and I say that it's interesting, cool, kind of cool that he died. But I, but I also did want to see some of his plans actually play out. Right, because he had a lot of them going on. Um, the, the, but on the other, hand, he he was um he wanted to he was already to bring forces to the blight. Yes. Like he was planning for the no, last he, battle. He's like, I don't like the witches, but I don't like the dark. dark one. I, like, yeah, the dark, I don't like yeah. the dark one either. So like. No, he was a really interesting character. Uh, yeah, yeah. He's even his interactions with more gays. Like, yeah, yeah. He's kind of not. He's like he doesn't treat her well. But I mean, he. He, but he, he but he still... treats her less like a prisoner and more like an equal. Yes, yes. As far as like strategizing against her. Yes, uh, because for for him the best case scenario is she willingly joins him, 
and, which, and, le- and lets him into Andor. Right, yeah. And basically, and, in, and basically lets him repeat his success in Amadisia there. Right, yeah. Which Andor is basically the... And that would basically be he's the most powerful ruler in the world, effectively, if he were to do that. Because, I mean... This, uh, I mean... Almost, though, because the White Tower is broken. Right, yeah, so, so he, other than, well, other than, like, the, the, the Amaralyn. And, 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 the and dra- I, I don't know, the dragon. Yeah, the dragon. But maybe. But like, yeah, like, the, 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 the dragon. <laughs> Just but, the dragon, But But, but it also, kind of, that kind of depends, because people, per the Colivir sequence, which we'll talk about, which I also really liked, but, mm-hmm. like, per that type of thing, people are still trying to scheme against Rand, whereas they... They'd, they'd probably be... Yeah, so it's... yeah. The, I mean, obviously he has a lot of power, but... Um, like, as far as single... But I guess the dragon and the Amaralyn are, like, outside of everything, kind of. So, like, as far as single rulers of, like, single countries go, like, it'd be the queen of... Or the ruler of Andor would be... Yeah. Well, the queen. Well, well, the, the, well the, the, the queen, but, like, if Pendron Nial were to... Succeed, he would, or if Ravin had, yeah, kept. right, yes, or if Ravin had been able to keep on his machinations, like it'd be, uh, well, no, I think Ravin might have probably eventually would have like declared himself king, whereas Nial would probably have put a puppet on the throne, like more, yeah, yeah, she, yeah he would have, like, he would have reinstated more gays, and it would have been the exact same, yeah, um, thing as, um. What's her the um, As person in Amadisia? Am- well, uh, I, I think it's no, it's it's a king of Amadisia. I don't remember his name. I yeah, I don't. He, he doesn't come up a lot. No, because he's, 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 he's nothing. Like he, he, <laughs> he, even the way Jordan writes, even the way the kind of Jordan narrator writes is is basically the and all the other characters is the assumption is Pedro Nayal is basically the ruler of Amadisia. Right. <laughs> yeah. Um. Um. Well, but, and, well, and on the yeah, on the white well, or, no, never mind. Uh, we kind of covered that. Yeah. Um, you mentioned uh, Colavir. Well, the, I want to backtrack scene. a tad. Uh, so it what um this it what while I think Savannah is a in contrast to Elida, I find her a very annoying villain. Uh, just uh, just an annoying character. It was really interesting to see Demise Wells from her perspective. Uh, just to kind of get another, because all the other well, point of, points of view, Demise Wells is, is like everyone that's like in the battle, like like it's in, like it's Perrin in the thick of things, and all all the Rand stuff is like I mean it's about him, like it's the battle centers around him. So I mean he's in the thick of it as much as anyone else. Um, so it was interesting to see that hot, that uh, farther away, like literal further away view. Of just how the chaos and like how everything played out, uh, but Savannah is still annoying, and I don't like her as a villain. As a <laughs> <girl>. <laughs> she's, I mean, she's the, she's, she's the, the classic c- c- conniving woman, which is in in a world full of other conniving women that are better at conniving than her. <laughs> but it is a conniving woman that comes from the world of the Aiel. That's true. Which is like she's Not, she's yes. totally um uh decadent in right. that 
especially decadent coming from that because you have the, all, the, all the rules yeah, with the yes, clan chiefs and and, and oh, man. clan chiefs not like being like <laughs> wise mean, wise ones are never going to be like man I need to attach myself to this clan chief no, to, to be successful and, no I, I well uh, I mean Iowa culture in general is like difficult to like which I think it's both a brilliant thing and kind of confusing in terms of not quite being able to figure out IO culture. But um, if, if you read it enough, you, you, you know, can yeah. and you can't. You're like, I, I, it's, it's hard for me to like write a paper on it, but like if you ask me, oh, how would uh, the, an IEO feel about this and you find yourself knowing, or, or, or even better, like just starting to get IEO humor yes. and knowing what would be IEO humor. Yeah, because the humor is the thing that comes up the most, particularly with the, what I like, so to speak, a wetlander, like, when it's a wetlander point of view and they're... Th- that's the thing that comes up the most in terms of cultural differences is the wetlander will think, oh, I heal humor, like, rolls their eyes or something like that. <laughs> but... All honestly, though, I find myself identifying more with I heal humor because it's more about, like... Like, it's like la- laughing at others' misfortune. Whereas yes. the one... This wasn't in, um... No, the, this yeah. wasn't in Karana Swords, but there was a point where Rand told a joke that the IEL weren't laughing at, and it was like like kind of a storied joke, yes. one of those. And I'm like, that was awful. That wasn't funny at right. all. Yeah, yes, no, I I agree. The wetlanders, yeah, they, they don't know how to be funny. Yeah, that was also. Oh, is this also the one where, um, where's that? Or is it Lord of Chaos? Where like people start impersonating IO culture. Um, I think it starts in Lord of Chaos. It it starts. It's 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 in Kyrian that it starts to happen. Um, whether that starts in Lord of Chaos or not, it starts once Kyrian is in the or more is back in the picture after Great mm-hmm. Hunt. Yeah. And so and so Kyri, the Kyrian and um, citizens start to try to become Guy Shane. And the I are like, but yeah, <laughs> stop, just, just the, stop. Yes, but we, we can go a little more into that later because there's just yeah, but um, but yeah, the cult, the um, yeah, the Colavir scene was great because you basically see Rand striding back into because it's Kyra in the, the Sun Palace. And you see the change in him as soon as oh, he does yes. that. It, it's, he's not the same. He's it, it's it's the biggest change that he's had since like book three. I yeah, would say. Probably, yeah, because because a lot of it is a, a lot of since the actual like claiming the sword or drag like is yeah. Since then, I'd say it's the biggest like sh- drastic shift, <laughs> uh, and, and, and that pretty much carries through at least through this book. His motivations in any interaction with, almost certainly Ayas and I, but also like other, also like other people in general, like per this scene where he strides, strides in and is basically like, nope, my throne, and like breaks her like little crown thing that she built. And and, <laughs> and we were talking about the show. He breaks the crown and then he makes it whole again. Yes. That, I want to see that in the show. That would be that so would be cool. So, they, they, they'd have so much fun with that. That would be so cool. And I, and I, I should, um, correct, he doesn't say it's like his throne. Or, well, he claims it, but then like, 
He's also he's like saving it for Elaine. Yes, is what he says. Yeah, yeah this belongs to Elaine. <laughs> yeah, uh, but yeah, I that, in terms of poli- that might be. I think I wrote, that might have been up to this point my favorite like Rand political scene, just because he's so he's so like adept and direct and just and like she's try she Clovier tries to manipulate her way out of the situation because he 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 holds all the cards because because yes. she, she has not prepared for this at all. No, um, but he still doesn't. Hang her? No, that's yes, because he like exiles her. He which, exiles which is, her, which, strips her of her land and title, which for her was worse. Right? Yeah, which is great. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the so. oh, what, one thing I wrote is that it's it was interesting because uh, we get some parent POVs. It, it was interesting to see Perrin reacting to Rand. Uh, just to see the kind of out, see a different perspective, like see Rand, because a lot of times when Rand's on screen, it's a lot of times it's his point of view, uh, where uh, often, um, mm-hmm. it, whereas like, or especially maybe post, might as well seeing that change through Perrin's eyes was interesting. It was interesting, though. What that made me th- think of when I was reading that was. Sometimes, because of that ability of his oh, to yeah, smell, smell yeah. um, it's useful, but that's kind of my point. It, it Sometimes it feels like his scenes, scenes like this, are less about him and more about an excuse for Jordan to write third-person omniscient. It, it's, yeah, it's Just funny. Just be like, I want to have this, this scene be, be about the thoughts of multiple characters it, yeah it's it's basically yeah it's like his it's, it's like a device for him to sense emotions mm-hmm. yes yeah now um, a, a, another point it's very clear that Perrin can smell loose Theron oh he I can have to be, oh. he can he can smell because because Rand he's just like no no person's emotions could change that fast but right it's, but Rand's can well, because, yes, because it's not just him <laughs> because it's not just him yeah no, that's that is that is interesting. Um, I also I, wanted to talk just in 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 this scene. Um, you have Aram, who's just what is he doing right now? I he's like I think I think he he like is killing Shido who are still alive, and he's like laughing. I don't know if I'm misremembering that, but I don't know he. Part half of the time, I think it's a really powerful "quote unquote" arc that he goes through. Yeah, um, he goes from this carefree. He's a tinker, so he's a carefree guy, and then he gets driven mad by loss, and now he's a sociopath. Yeah, it's a it's, little bit of whiplash, but at the same time, maybe it, it's justified. I go back and forth on it. I don't love it. Justified or not, I I think he is as a character. He's kind of fine, and it's one of the. It's funny. It's one of the notes I wrote was like the the, ca- the cast of characters is generally getting a little, starting to get a little too large. Mm-hmm. J- just in terms of okay, who actually matters, uh, and, and usually like you generally know, but it's more when you get into the and well, boss. I mean. We're not we're not even we're not into the worst of it yet, but like the minor the minor nobles, I think, is the worst in terms of 
characters that don't matter, but like they get listed and a lineage gets listed, and I'm like, I don't care. <laughs> this series has 25% more characters than A Song of Ice and Fire people. Uh, yeah. That's... And there are more lineage characters in Song of Ice and Fire, so it's really, for all intents and purposes, more. Yeah, that's, that's, that, yeah, that is. In... As far as characters that, like, do things and are in the current time. Period. But wait, more in the in. There are more lineage characters in because it's it's a, the, the count is named characters. So yes. one of those is lineage characters, and there are more of those in Song of Ice and Fire. I, oh, I would think. I, yeah. I, yes, I think is yeah because I think there are more. Yeah, I I think that sounds right. And so as far as current characters that are that do things, it's more than twenty five percent more by my estimation in Wheel of Time. Oh yes. Yeah, yeah, because because it's it's a lot of yeah because well and well the different the, without getting into a wheel of time compared to song of ice and fire discussion the since Martin is like the definition of third person limited and that you only ever like you are completely in this other person's or the, let me rephrase that the the characters are. Like you, you get you get more in. It's you don't get as high of a view in Ice and Fire. Like you often get, like it's well, that's not. Yeah, I mean, I mean, at first I thought you meant that like it might be that in none of the chapters in A Song of Ice and Fire do you have. A break, and then it goes to someone else's point of view, because oh, the yes, name of the true. chapter is it, the name of the person, so they never cut. Yes, he that's never true. cuts to someone yes, else. Correct. Whereas that does happen in Jordan. Yes, but I, I, you might be right that in in Jordan, uh, Jordan tends to pull the camera back a little farther, and especially no, with s- like his the wind goes right. Yeah, and I'm, here. I'm not saying that's a. I mean, personally. I think the I, the ice and fire the way Martin I think well this is a writing style thing I, I think Jordan really elevated the third person limited I think Martin per, pretty much perfected it mm. I think uh, just just in terms of being in that person's head I mean he Jordan does it really well but a lot of it but say let's take Rand for example Rand's point of view is kind of the He's kind of the default audience point of view, so to speak. Whereas some of Martin's characters, when you're at least in their point of view, feel a little more like, oh, well, now we're with this character, which feels... And that's kind of why I liked when the point of view characters in Wheel of Time, when you start... Well, initially started to get more of them. Um, like it's, why, it's why Perrin in Eye of the World is my favorite character, just because it was a different... It was just such a big shift, which I kind of liked. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, yeah, okay, incoherent, semi, semi incoherent. <laughs> yeah, I did. I didn't want to add fuel to the no. to the ice ice and fire. No, that, we're done. Fi- to add fuel to the ice and fire. Sorry. <sighs> yeah, we're done with that. Okay. Um, um. Let's see. What else can we talk about? Um. My favorite moment in the book. Was probably 
Nynaeve's block break. Yeah, that's a really good one. Um, yeah. And I love the... Um, Lamb coming the, back is in that is another great moment. Yes, yeah, those two things together. It was, one, it was the one time when I was like, yes, this is what I'm talking about. This is what I want, like big... A big, a big character-defining moment, and and something happening like a change, yes. like a big change. Um, and God, I I can't think of the um name of the. You know what? I'm going to break podcasting protocol and go get go get my book, Johnny. Keep them occupied. Okay. Well, one thing I was kind of thinking, or one thing I was kind of thinking is that it's. Um, Oh yeah, I, I I really like, and this is kind of more on the on the. Um, no, I'll stand naive. Uh, yeah, I like that moment a lot. Uh, I like that it's not Lamb's presence that causes her to break her. Uh, right, he, he hasn't gotten there yet. Yeah, uh, like that. Like it was an actual character moment for her, which was good. Mashiara. Yeah, Mashiara, which is his his. Word or name for her? Do we know what it means? Like, or the what? Quote unquote Andorran slash English. <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, no, it's 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 Malky area. Well, no, no, no. I mean, like the translate, like what it would. Oh, into yeah, oh, translated into Andorran slash into English. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, I do, I'm not sure. Okay, no, it's... um, my love. Okay, all right, okay, okay. That's My good. love, but a hopeless love, perhaps already lost. That's good. That's good, that's yeah. That's good, because that's all, that's all land. <laughs> that's that's 100% yes. land. No, that, that's good, and the romance is finally significant mm-hmm. now with the water bond. <laughs> <laughs> LOL. Uh, the, oh, is this not, well, do you, well, I, oh, I also like the fact that in that scene, because it's Grendel that shoots, no, it's Mugedian that shoots her, right? Correct. The Balefire's mm-hmm. boat, yeah, that 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 was great. Mm-hmm. Just to see her like uh, any time Forsaken are on screen, I like it. <laughs> um, and then but. suddenly it's just not there, and, and the the boat's just like, oh, and now she's in the water. Yeah, and I tell you what, I wonder if um, Sanderson thought of that scene in Words of Radiance. Hmm, that's a good question. Which, yeah, uh, if, if, which if 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 you know what we're talking, you know what we're talking about. If you if you if you know what we're talking about, we're not going to say anything more on that. But you know what we're talking about. If yeah, that's a good question. Yeah, that's fun. Uh, I uh, I don't really have anything else on that. I have a kind of gripe about the pacing a little bit. Um, I was about to move into like the less favorite parts as yeah, well. But you go ahead. So the first thing I was thinking is, so I said I have traveling now. Why doesn't Egwene either travel to number one, meet up with Rand, or two, attack Tarvalin? And I know that there are there are reasons like pseudo political reasons for Rand and like pseudo logistical reasons for Tarvalin. I mean they. Well, basically, why are they even bothering? T- I I get that there's reasons, but it still just feels like they're walking because Jordan wants to do other things with the plot before they attack Tarvalin or something. <laughs> I mean, actually, can you enlighten me on those reasons well, that you're even considering? Maybe I, I, I'm just trying to come maybe their excuses, but 
I could I would hear an argument for why they don't meet up with Rand as something like it would look bad politically or it'd be well no actually never mind because she could just travel to like his like private study and then no one knows she's there mm-hmm. so that kind of, okay so that kind of yeah because that kind of mixes that yeah the Tar the Tar one I yeah I just yeah I don't I actually don't really have. Or at the very least, unless they're trying to like misdirect Elida by physically walking, why are they even moving? Like if if they're if they're not ready to attack Tarval and like I and I get that they're kind of recruiting, but um what does face can um Gareth Bryan can like send out recruiting parties. They don't need to be traipsing through Recruiting, all. yeah, that's right. That, but even so it's still like <sighs> I still... I don't get, like, why they just have to keep walking. I'm like, I... Uh, you can transport instantaneously from one place to another. Like, come on. <laughs> I mean, that that's not a ba- That's not too bad of a reason, honestly. It's... It's... Fu- these... They're... It's fine. It's nothing that I'm... It's nothing that I'm super miffed about. But it is one... It's one kind of tick in the box of kind of the start of like okay things are getting more drawn out than they need to be uh-huh uh, i mean i mean if not for that it'd be like yeah the 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 moving an army is expensive right that's why i'm like yeah and um supplying an army is more difficult on the move as well um, right. Unless, unless the, it was hard, unless it was even harder in the location that they were, but in which case, just, create, just, just, just yeah, create a gateway, <laughs> yeah, create a gateway to somewhere with plenty of supplies, yeah. and then just wait it out. I don't know. I don't know. There's something I really wanted to discuss. Yeah, Cat Swain. Oh, she's a gripe for you. Okay. <laughs> Oh, I wasn't even thinking oh, of it. Oh, if, okay. I'm, if I'm doing gripes, um, no, no, it doesn't matter. I no, I'll do, I'll, I'll do, I'll do what I was thinking of. Um, we have uh, the side quest in Ibudar. Do we want to? Do we want to go into that now? We wanna, sure, we can go into that now. Yeah, we can go into that now. Uh huh. I guess. <sighs> this is. This should have been an. Ex- okay, I we'll go into we'll go into this more. In a couple, we'll go into this more in another episode. But the Ibudar, the Ibudar section should have only been Crown of Swords. That's all. That's all. Like it should not have mm-hmm. been. It sh- it shouldn't have been a lot of chaos. Yeah, I can't think of why it should have been. Yeah, like there's no because there it's. Yeah, it doesn't. It just it doesn't. There's no. Re- there's no reason. For mm-hmm. that, for like the Lord of, for Lord of Chaos as a book, for that to be in there, and you could have spread. He could have spread out the the length a little more, smoothed it out. I think we've uh, talked about this before. How if he if he had taken Evil Darkstar from Lord of Chaos and put it in Crown of Swords, yes, then it would have been a more like this is the book where um, they're getting the, the bull of the wins. They're getting yeah. the bull of wins, um, which is more in keeping with how he's structured. Yes, which books. is yeah, which is yeah, because he usually yeah, like a lot. I mean, obviously, four, five, one, two, three are more even more self-contained than really any of the others. But mm-hmm. 
like there's still even in four, five, six, a semblance of like these are the and, and this is well, I don't want to go too much into this now, but it's this is part of why I almost think like maybe Samuel should have been the end of Crown of Swords, and then you have Demise Wells at like the beginning of this book, or or or, mean, or even so. Soul so, so Samuel at the end of Lord of Chaos. Yes, sorry, yes, and then but because Demise... like I get that he wanted to pull the bait and switch with like oh you're some sort of bait and switch, but Lord of Chaos is leading up to the final confront. Like finally, he's going to confront Samuel, Matt, and Talmanis, and them are like pulling some sort of maneuver to draw him out like they're, they're, they're doing all these things to basically set up their attack for Samael and then it doesn't have it doesn't really have until the end of this book well like I've said before I don't see Demise Wells plausibly happening anywhere except the end of a book um, so but then, what he could have done was do Samael first and then do Demise Wells right yes. afterwards because that's pretty much what he did in book five. Yes, no, that, yeah, that's true. Yeah, so except you have the it that would be cool because you have the um, because in in book five it was. Um, the, the, the 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 whole the land fear thing and Moraine, and then you had the fight with the male forsaken. Whereas then you have okay, this is the fight with the male forsaken. So it's the last fight, and then nope, it's not. We have this this huge thing that goes. On. Yes, which yeah, yeah, and we can go. We we'll go a little higher level in a couple of books when we're like more into the weeds with the slog, but, like, as far as just specific... As far uh, as, like, changes we would make, you mean? More changes we would make, things we would cut out, like, Mm -hmm. we'll go more into the weeds in later books, Mm -hmm. but, but yeah, like, that was my, just this, this is basically where a lot of the outlining I would, where I have specific things that, like, his, I think his editors or editor should have, like, stepped in with. Yep. Including his uh, lawfully wedded wife. Yes. Yeah. Uh, you were talking. Sorry, you were. Um, good, yeah. So yes, you wanted to go into Cad Swain. Cad Swain. Yeah. Yes. What I the main thing I want to discuss about Cad Swain is not about her goals or her personality. It's about her showing up now. Hmm, we okay. had never even had her mentioned. That's true. Maybe, maybe, maybe there was a mention, but I cannot think of it. Uh, I cannot think of She basically just walks in, and she's hugely important to Rand's development right here in this book. And I think that is a rare instance. Personally, I think that's a rare instance of a lack of foresight on Jordan's part. Yeah, yeah, I think that's fair. I ultimately like Cat Swain generally because she, just because she's so different from the other Ayesadai. She is, but but that is but as far as her like entrance into the story, I I would I wouldn't disagree with that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I my what I my thought on her is for any Star Wars fans, she's kind of like the Quillen. Well, she's like the Quillen Voss. Who's a Jedi of the? Who's, he's kind of an aloof Jedi, uh, mm. so she's kind of like that with the Aes Sedai. Uh, the, you know, the difference is he doesn't have a lot of power. Like, like she goes in and she has power. Like people listen to her. Yeah. Whereas it's not quite the same as Quill and Voss, but it, it, they're both. They're both 
aloof and are, are, are usually off kind of doing their own thing. Uh, which that was kind of my just gut reaction to how she's initially kind of introduced. Okay, yeah, that, that could that could sell some people on getting to know about and read Cad Swain. Um, and I, I mean, I, 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 I'm mixed about Cad Swain in general, I guess, because because I think that she is. I think she imagines that a lot of her behavior is is toward a purpose. Yes. Um, but I don't think she always makes the best decisions around Rand. And yes, that's no, kind of evidenced I, by how uh, he... Well... Mm, yeah. Well, I, should, no. I, sh- I, should, I should not keep yeah. talking. Um, but yes, no, I, 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 I'm, I agree. I'm not... I I would say like I like her more than I dislike her, but I don't have super strong like I know a lot I know some people like really don't like her, mm-hmm. yeah. and, I, and I can see why, and right. I don't and I wouldn't necessarily dis- disagree with that. I, I just I, I I have characters and things that are that I'm more annoyed by. We'll say mm-hmm. right. Um, she reminds me of Yasna. Oh man, we're not even, we're not even, we're not going to start this. Okay. She, but yes, I I agree. I agree. Yasna's cooler, but I'm not gonna. I agree. Yasna's cooler than Katsuin is. Uh, they also, yeah, yeah. Yasna's cooler. We're gonna yeah, leave with that. Yasna's cooler, but um. but yes, yeah, but they are they are very similar. But the difference is, all Aes Sedai are like scholars in some degree. Like they all at least like they're all educated in, to some degree because haven't gone through the White Tower. Whereas yeah. that's I mean, like with her. the possible exception of the Griffin. I mean the Green Aja. <laughs> uh, we should do. Uh, see, that's a. You know, we can do that during, like, the Crosses of Twilight episode. We can just have half of it dis- discussing, like, what's, uh, that, that and, like, the other half of Winter, like, part of Winter's Heart and Crosses of Twilight can just be, hmm, what are, what do different, what Hogwarts houses or Lantern Corps or things do? Yeah, the- we will. We, that sounds like yeah. a good time. Um, yeah, okay. Anyways. Uh, one, la- <laughs> one, at least for me, one last thing about Cad Swain, um, the thing that's really a red flag was I wish I could um, cite my sources here, but I was reading about a part where because someone had told her about what had happened with Alana and hmm. Rand, and she seemed to ins- in in her it was her POV she seemed to insinuate that she was thinking of bonding Rand herself. Oh. I, I'm not remembering that, but I'm not. Um, and that's... she was. It explicitly said that she was disgusted, but it wasn't clear what she was disgusted by. Now, the mm. the, the good reading of that is she was disgusted about the way the that Atlanta yeah, went forced. about it, that it was yeah. forced, um, but not necessarily. So, so, something to be cautious about. No, that's. Well, that probably points to her just general attitude of, I'm always right all the time. Right, and, and there's no well, all the Aes Sedai are kind of like that, but she even more so than anyone else besides maybe Egwene. But even Egwene, like 
concedes more than Catswain does. <laughs> yeah, and it's I mean it's easy to see why Catswain wanted to bond Rand. I mean, basically all she's doing is trying to influence him. And how him him and how much easier would that be with the bot? Yeah, the water bot. It's yeah. a surprise that I mean maybe we never just never heard it, but it's not impossible to think that Moraine would have considered the same thing. No, it's yeah under uh, like what. And that's another interesting. That's because that's an interesting thing of had Moraine. Well, because then now it's the whole. Well, had she not foreseen her death, and how I mean, like, like, but, like, but she, what? but she only foresaw her death from book four. Right. Yeah. So. I, so I, before that. Yeah. So that would. That's an interesting question. <laughs> well, or a, a larger question of what was Moraine like? What was her? Because we. Because obviously she's dead. Well, what am I, I'm saying dead with quotes because there wasn't a body and it's a fantasy book. <laughs> and just because the laws of that. But mm-hmm. um, <laughs> the we obviously see Cad Swain men, er, advising, we'll say, Rand now. What what were Moraine? What was what was Moraine planning on doing to get him to the end? Like so, and I would. I could agree and see her doing that, like a scenario where she bonds him. Whether would she have forced it? I probably. I I inclined to say no. She would have wanted to convince him, but I also don't know. I don't know. I don't know. And, and I mean, honestly, here's the thing: there's actually nothing stopping her from doing that. Moraine, or Cat no, Cad Swain. No, it's like oh, Olana got to him first. That's not a thing. No, like it's... You, can, <laughs> you can bond multiple. So I guess I guess that points to her being like, oh my god, Olana, what did you do? That was awful. Yeah, that's that would be how I would interpret it. Would be even if it, even if she was thinking about bonding Rand, it was more the way that Olana did it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, I think we. Sh- do you have any more thoughts? Because we should probably. So we're going to do two episodes on Crown of Swords. Because mm-hmm. I, I mean, I, the next episode might not be super long, so we got to a lot of stuff. But, um, but we do have enough that we'll do that. We do want to do another episode. Yeah, I got enough. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I mean, I have enough. Yeah, obviously, Samuel and a lot, a lot of the Ibudar stuff and some other things, but and much of the stuff that happen <laughs> yes yeah yeah like the like plot points <laughs> okay true all right um okay so yeah again um probably one more episode on kind of swords and then it may uh well, we'll see we'll yes see. We'll, we'll see after that yes we'll see so all right so uh, this has been our first episode discussing Kind of swords. Hope you enjoyed. We we didn't. We really gave up on that NPR thing very quickly. <laughs> it wasn't very sustainable. Well, we're 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 not a uh, we're not a um the the funding for this is not unlimited, and we are not a government funded radio show. So, of course we, not. <laughs> this uh, we will we are your but we are your hosts, Johnny and John. And we will see you next time.